Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coach Unplugged is brought to you by great people over at teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. Here is your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Happy Friday, episode 616. I don't know. When we get to 1,000, we're going to have to do something special. But anyway, episode 616 of uh, Coach Unplugged. I'm a little a little punchy here. It's late at night when I'm I'm getting this one ready to go for the week. Um, anyway, we're doing a we're doing a um, Teach Hopes clinic call where we had a bunch of coaches come together, ask questions. We threw it out. One of the many reasons you should go over office hours, one-on-one calls. One of the many reasons you should go over and join teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Go over and check it out. Um, and then go over and check out the great people at Dr. Dale. Tell them that we sent you. That's really important. Um, give them a call. Have, let them work with you. They want to sell machines. They want to help your team become better shooters. Got great free resources on the web. But um, mention Coach Unplugged and they'll give you $350 off. We would love if you went out and checked our other podcast, High School Hoop. We would love that. Um, lots of great things on our Teach Hoops uh, YouTube channel. It's free. Um, and then also uh, subscribe and like. We, if you leave a review on this podcast, it does does mean a lot. All right, let's head off to the podcast. All right. Today, we are going to go through some um, Teach Hoop member questions. Um, I've got some that have already been sent to me, so that's pretty easy. Um, if it's listening to this live can, can, can leave questions. Otherwise, um, just have to hang along for the ride. One of the first questions I had was how to attack a triangle and two. So I'm going to walk through that. So I'm going to, for those of you that are listening, I will try to describe this. Those of you who are just listening to it live, but now what I'm going to try to do here is through that. Those that are members of teachhoops.com are actually seeing a screen right now with a basketball court on it. Um, which makes it a little bit easier. So, all right. So um, we're, we have a court here. Um, so we're going to do a normal triangle in two. So how would we attack a normal triangle two? So a normal triangle two puts a person at the free throw line, puts one at the low block, puts one at the other low block, and then puts two chasers. So we'll put a chaser here and a chaser here. And usually I use X's when I'm doing these things, but um, 
it's just easier to kind of maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll just I'm I'm using dots at this point, but so I'll put one there. So there's your normal triangle to one guy, one person at the free throw line, two people chasing, two people at each lower block. Now, offensively, how do we attack this? Um, I like personally to overload a side. Um, it really will depend on how your how the rotation is. So you're basically going to have two people that are going to be defended. This person right here and this person are going to be basically chasing at all times. So what I like to do is basically this tends to be a small forward or a guard at the, at the free throw line. So what I like to do at that given point is I like to, um, I like to overload a, a specific side, put at least one of the two guys or gals being chased all the way onto the other side. So the way that works is I put one here. I'm going to use X's for this. Um, I put an offensive player here. I'll put an offensive player here. I'll put an offensive player over here, and I'll put an offensive player over here. I will put one of these two people that's chasing over here. So that means that one of the chasers is weak side. The rotation becomes hard at this point because who takes who? You know, who comes out and covers the wing? Um, let's say, so let's say this guy, this person is actually chasing this one. So they'd come over and they would guard them. Let's say the high post of the free throw line comes over and extends. I agree. We can live with that. So I can I can have that. But then there's a problem with these two. Um, you know, is this one going to come all the way out and then we're going to get a low block? Yeah. And you've got this whole weak side for movement, for skips, for flashes for the person. Um, if you really want to kind of throw them for a loop, is put one of the chasers over here um, on the overload. with Especially with a triangle and two, the spots that are open are the elbow. The elbows are really open. So another thing that I will do to counter this is, uh, let me put my eraser on here, um, is I will, I will start in a 1-4 set. So I'm erasing at this point. So I will start in a one four set to kind of um, counter them. So they're, because normal, and I'll put the two people that are being chased on the outside. So I will put a chaser up here. I'll put a chaser over here. Um, and then uh, I will, I will one for it. So I will, I will have someone bring the ball up and then I will put two people at the free throw line at each elbow. So all of a sudden it, it forces the bottom two guys to come up high. One four sets are easy. If you, if you start in the one four set and you pass, it's easy to get to that overload set in the sense that if the ball goes from the top to the wing, then it's really easy. This person can go all the way through. This person can dive down. This person can be in the high post. And then there's our overload against that triangle too. Let me apologize for my voice today. It is not pretty. Uh, it is cold season and all that kind of stuff. So, um, so that's how I would. That's how I would attack the. Definitely attack a triangle and two that way with that high one four and and an overload would be um, would be a great way to to kind of attack that. All right, so hold on. Let me stop my share here. <coughs> I was just going over a triangle and two. Question about that earlier. Get that one away. Um, one other question. Let me go back. Someone else was asking earlier in the week about uh, about how to break a diamond and one that doesn't start on top. So the, let's say the diamond and one starts at. So the diamond and one, rather than starting right at under the basket, the diamond and one starts. One person start, starts here and then they kind of slide it back a little bit. This tends to be what we see in our league more often too, because it's really hard to get it full court. Um, 
I like a one, three set, one, three, one set against this. And all you gotta do is kind of shift that down. You basically, they're gonna trap in this region here in this region where the old hash marks used to be. What I like to do is I like to get, I like to get a one, four across at that point. So the person with the ball here, um, and then literally like one person here, one person here kind of moving back and forth, one person there. Because then once the ball gets entered, one of them is going to be open. Once that ball gets entered to like <laughs> all the way across, then we can get a, then we can get our cuts. And it's really hard for them to take care of those cuts. The cross cut across the front of the face is really hard to defend. I think Bob was the one that asked that early in the day. So anyway, so I can diagram that up better than I can trying to use my finger here. But that's kind of the, that one four set and then the cuts across like, you know, so the ball, the ball gets entered from the point guard to here. The, these cross cuts are really hard. You can even have this person cut and this person and the, and the, and the five over here cutting to the middle and it, it opens it up a lot. So that's it for two questions I had before. Sorry, I sound like Kermit the Frog. This was not me yelling at officials. This was just a cold, I think been going around my team so you guys have any questions up above todd or john how you doing Ooh. steve i'm good i'm good trying to get my team healthy 30 years of coaching it's the I, it's the worst we've ever had in 30 years i believe it. I we've, had, my, we've had a lot of kids miss time because of it <clears throat> yeah i mean we had we had a i i i played thursday saturday this week and i didn't have my starting two guard all weekend he had like he go to the hospital. He had like 104. I think it broke yesterday. So hopefully we'll have him back end of this week. But it's like, wow. I, I mean, I haven't had my starting five in since before Christmas. Wow. Yeah. It's like Band-Aid. I will say, I know you and I, you and I talked earlier. The decision for me to go young is definitely paying off. It um, is. Good. Good. And why? 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 why may not. Go ahead. It, it may not be in the sense of wins and losses, but right. I, I'll, I'll tell you what happened Friday night. We, we had four games last week. Okay. It beat the crap out of us. Four games is a lot in a week. You, we so, you, went, so, you, so you went young and, you've got, and you had four games in one week. What days did you play? Four games. Tuesday through Friday. You played Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? Yes, sir, we did. Oh, my God. Ah. Uh, okay <laughs> yeah, exactly that's crazy so friday friday we went into the game my seniors did not do well at all at one point we were 29 points in the first half okay battled to set down at halftime i said no forget about it we're going young i benched all my seniors the the teamwork that, that my young kids showed was was just impeccable i couldn't right. agree we right. built we ended up losing like three points Right. But I couldn't have been prouder that they that they played. You know, at some point I had to look about going going young, knowing what I got next year. Right. You know, we got four wins this year. We're not going to make much noise in the postseason tournaments. Right. And the thing is, what I, got, I tell people, what I tell people when they go when you, when you have a young team, because I have a relatively young team too. Um, what I tell people is, when you go young, though, then that's when you got to get your uh, your team and your community and your family standard set because they're just happy yeah. to, they're just happy to be there to be honest with you so they're like sponges so that's when you can mm -hmm. really teach them like this is how we do that this is how we do pregame this is how because their their eyes are about this big and they're just happy to be there um right. so that's what, it's really good when you do go young when you do have a young team 
you just got to make sure because that will wear off. I'm going to tell you, um, you know, mm -hmm. the bright lights and all that kind of stuff is going to, but if you've already set all of your expectations and all of your um, rules, as far as what's expected, it's going to make life the next three years or two years or whatever it is better moving forward. Um, right. Because they're just happy to be there right now. And there's really no pressure on them. And, you know, they're learning and blah, blah, blah. I see that. I mean, I always see that when I move youngsters up. Um, but then it's like you almost got to sometimes be as hard or harder on them just so they know that here are the expectations. Here's what's coming in the future, blah, blah, blah. Um, I would definitely make sure I'm doing that. So when does playoffs start for you? Uh, tomorrow. We got – it starts Monday. We're on the road. We were we were talking about that after our – so uh, we were talking about that. We, got, we haven't even had our seed meeting yet. It's like no. – it's crazy. Like we literally play our first tournament game in March. Like, oh wow, yeah. So it's you know it's March Madness, but it's literally March. Yeah, we're done by the end of February, regardless of how far we go. Oh really? Yeah, eight tournaments done done in February. Okay, so so and th that's the way it is around most of the country. So end of February. So then, when do spring sports start? Do they start right away? We've started already. They crossed over right now. So I got oh, kids that are actually playing baseball that are conditioning with baseball after they're done with basketball practice. Wow. Okay. So, so let's, yeah. let's, let's, I don't know if you have any questions, but let's talk post, let's talk um, uh, postseason stuff with your team. So we don't forget to do that. Mm -hmm. So let's say things don't go well on Tuesday and you lose season's over. Then what happens? These guys want to get in the room and start conditioning for next year. As soon as we can, we're okay. done. We're You're by done. all accounts the season. So you collect your stuff. You have a banquet and you're finished. Yeah. Okay. So but what I'm doing is I, I am taking these kids to the playoff games, even if we're not making it, so they get a so they can get that taste of what yep. it's like. That's my plan. So so that's the first thing you want to. It's like a visualization thing. You always want them to see where they want to go and what they want to do. So that's good. I agree. So if you get eliminated from the tournament, you make sure they go far as you can go and watch that trail. So then. What do you do? Do you sit down with each one of them? What do you do then at that point? This this is my first year coaching, okay. so okay. that's my plan. Yeah. So you're so here's my plan you. is like I would have an exit I would have an exit meeting with all of them. like sit them in the locker room and have okay. a talk and here's how the season went and here's how things go, and I've got some of this stuff on T-Troops too. I can I'll, I'll put you email me and I'll send you in the right direction. But anyway, so I would have a post, okay. I would have a post meeting with everybody. So this is the way I, I get everybody in the locker room. We have a talk. We talk about the ups and downs. We, you know, we're a family, blah, blah, blah. And then I say goodbye to the seniors. Um, we do our kind of ritual things with them and then they leave the locker room. I'm sure we have the banquet after that. But anyway, we're, I'm done with them because I'm not going to coach them anymore. And then I sit everyone else down and I talk about what, what the expectations will be for the spring, what the expectations are for the summer, what the expectations are for the fall. You know, what, what do we want to do? Because the people in this room are going to help us do it. And there'll be people not in that room that will help us do it too, because there's underclassmen, whatever. Um, especially in a big school like mine. But anyway, so then I have um, I have them fill out a form that again, I'll, I don't have it in front of me because I know we're going to talk about this, but you know, what are your goals? How are you going to reach those goals? All that kind of stuff. I just, it's basically an outline for me because then I sit down with each kid, my assistant coaches, and we have a good 15 to 30 minute conversation about what we saw this year, their strengths, their weaknesses. What are they going to do to try to make the team? Where do we see them now? 
Where do we see them next year? And I try to do that within a week of the season ending. I still have their attention. Um, anything after that, I don't tend to have their attention. And they get distracted with baseball right. and girlfriends and the weather gets warm and blah, blah, blah. So, and then I keep those sheets. So that's the first thing. So I'd have everybody do that. And then in the locker room at that post-game meeting, what I do is I have every kid, I have the kids that are leaving because they tend to be as honest, if not more honest. And then I have all the kids that are coming back rank everybody in the pro so they rank themselves and they rank they rank the kids in the team and they rank the kids below from number one to number 38 no one sees it other than the kid and me and the reason i do this is like <clears throat> um most you know like when i coached wesley most people had wesley number one the best player in our program at least but one of the best players in the state but i want to see where they see themselves and where the rest of the players see them so i get this whole excel sheet i got a blank one in teach hoops i can show you that and then i then i basically input the numbers and i go hey you see yourself as the fourth best returning player everybody else saw you a nine and i see you at 12. so okay there's a differing and most kids are within, it's a stats teacher in me, most kids are within a standard deviation, but some kids are like, they think they're the third best player and I got them at 22. Whoa, we got to have a talk. Uh, so it's it's a it's a good free, that's my phone ringing, that's a good free kind of uh, evaluation for them to kind of see where um, they kind of fit. Hey everybody, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. A couple things, first of all, we would love if you would leave a review, subscribe and like. Those are nice. Um, we'd also love if you came over and joined teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. I promise you, you'll probably get an email with, from me in a, in a video welcoming you within 24 hours. Also, if you're um, wanting to help us with hosting fees and those things, and it doesn't cost you anything, you can go down below and uh, hit our um, affiliate link for Amazon. Every time you go shopping on Amazon, we'll get a small little commission. Um, so that's really easy to do. Also, make sure, and I don't mention this a lot, make sure you go over and check out our YouTube channel, Teach Hoops. We put, there's thousands of videos over there to kind of help you become a better basketball coach. All right, let's head back to the podcast. I've never had any problems with parents or anything because no one sees it other than the kid and me. But I can say, hey, right. all your teammates ranked you seven, 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 six, seven, eight, six, six, and you ranked yourself the one. So it's not just me seeing that you're not in that window. Everybody. So we're not in reality. So it's a great. So it gives me a starting discussion point. And then I got to probe deeper. Like, I'm not a very good shooter. Okay, you're not a very good shooter. What are you going to do to become a better? Sh and don't just say, I'm going to get in the gym. Well, what does that mean? You know, that kind of stuff. So yeah. it's an outline for me to sit and have a conversation. And and I always have at least one of my assistants with me in all of those discussions because what they hear and what I say is not always the same thing. And I want another, at least one more adult, if not two, <laughs> to verify that. Well, not that's, I didn't say Johnny was going to get cut. I said Johnny needed to mm -hmm. do this, 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 this to be better so he could make my team. Because Johnny will go home and say, Coach said he's cutting. That's not what I said. Um, right. So that's why I always like having a couple assistants in with me and they have other input and you know, some of them are, it's good cop, bad cop kind of thing too. Um, but I think that's really important considering you're a new coach and you're trying to change culture. I would really try to do that with every one of the kids. Those evaluation tools are great in the, in the Excel numbering thing in the sense that sometimes the seniors are even more honest. The ones that are leaving are even more honest with um, the ranking of the returning play because they don't care. Anymore. They're going to, they, those, they always tend to be really good ranking. Then I have all the assistant coaches do it, and I just so we can. Then I can, can pull that sheet out. Kids don't. Kids only see their strip, 
but then and with no name so they don't know john gave them a four they can see all that and then i have you know a starting discussion point with them do you have that sheet of paper and teeth tubes the evaluation I do the okay. evaluation, all that. So um, I'll write myself a note right now. Um, I just got to figure. I'll look. Out. I'll look afterwards, okay. and if I don't find it, I'll shoot you an email. It'll probably be a postseason. It'll probably be a mini lesson under postseason. Okay. It's in there. I just I'm not sure where it is. I, I that's my spring job is I'm working on a bunch of youth stuff too. So I want a whole section of just youth, how we handle youth, all that kind of stuff. I got to clean up. I got to clean stuff up. I Me neither. Lately, I do have a question. I know we talked last time somewhat about officiating okay and me being a former official something was brought up to me didn't know how to take it apparently i tended i tended early in the season as part of my transition to be a little more vocal because a i know what it takes to be a referee where you're supposed to be with spots you're supposed to be looking all that stuff right well, that you're not supposed to be watching the ball I, yeah yeah you're supposed to be in this exactly spot. yeah yeah right and then B, even if I agreed that it was a wrong call, I still have to fight for my players or they're not going to fight. Can you right. hear me now? I hear you. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Okay. Say, it, okay. say, it, say it again so, so I can hear it again. There was a little break up there. Say that again. So even if I don't agree with the call. So it was told to me by another one of my officiating pals right. that I'm being targeted because I'm making veteran officials look bad. So things aren't calls aren't going my way. And I'll give you I'll give you I'll give you one instance. It was during the JV game. Now JV officials are what they are. Right. Okay. One was letting them play. Yep. One was calling everything. Yep. And when he was in front of our bench, even though I'm not the I was just, I was the assistant coach for the JV at that time. Right. I said. I told the ref, I said, you guys have to get on the same page because our boys don't know how to play. That's a fair comment, in my opinion. Yep, yep. And well, he looked at me and said, if I hear another word out of you, you are out of this game. JV official told me. So that's when it came up to me that I'm my kids are getting targeted. Right. Because so, you know, I, I don't, yeah, I don't so, know how to do that. I don't, I don't either. So Because um, I'm not going to keep my mouth shut. Right. You got to, you got to talk, you got to, def- yeah, I got, I got one on Thursday and I was just defending my players. Uh, you know, I'll go get yeah. one if I need to get one. The, the, the hard thing about official, all I ever ask from officials and I'll tell them this, you have three or two varsity. We have three. Three. Okay. So I'm always talking to the one nearest me and just saying, Hey, what did you see there? Blah, blah, blah. And I'll, and I'll blow. I think the key is in the pregame meeting, it's like, Hey, all I expect is conversations with me about what you're seeing. Because all like I think the comment you made at the JV level was totally appropriate in the sense that all I want is a consistent whistle. Mm-hmm. So, my, so my guys know how to play the game. If you're going to call the hand checks and they're hand checking, call it. That's fine. They should adjust. You're going to let them bang underneath and you're not going to call it? Cool. But then be, you got to be consistent so they know how to play the game. And that's all I ever expect from an official is – converse to me what you're seeing and i'm telling you the best way to diffuse anything with me is oh man i missed that steve or wait i was out of position or oh that could have been yep yep i i i see that you know as long as they're conversing with me i'm fine it's the ones that ignore me i tend to have a problem i got a bench warning uh thursday night because he thought i was yelling at him and i was yelling at my boy to box out right and i said i'm not even talking to you i'm talking to my to my player Right. 
So that's what I always try to do is shift it to. And the thing is this, that will wear off, I think, for you in the sense that yeah. the season is almost over. Next season, blah, 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 blah. Do you have a commissioner that hires your officials or do you hire? No, it's an association that negotiates with the county. And I'm, the way it is, and you hate to say it, it's a good old boy network. So we're not one of the top teams in the, con- in the county. So we're right. not getting the, t- and right. I actually had a, I had a conversation with another coach here at a JV tournament a couple weeks ago. And he said the same thing. He's one of the, he's number four in the state for his class. Right. He's tired in the same referees over, over and over and, and over, and over again. again. And that's the, and that's the problem is you keep getting the same officials over and over and over again. It just makes it that much harder. I agree. Um, do you have a, do you, are you, do you guys rate, your officials we do the See, we rating. don't have a coach yeah. don't have a rating system yeah we have a rating system for the state and whether they get invited for regional sectional state tournament kind of thing um and then our commissioner is really good he'll he'll listen to our input um he does hire all the hiring of officials you know I, we're one of the bigger schools in Wisconsin, so we tend to get, you know, people want to work our game. So we tend to, we, we get really good officials, to be honest with you. They will, they will converse, they're doing college games. So I think, I think for you this year, you just got to cut your losses this year. And then I think that would be a great thing for me to do some research on too. Because I think, I think how you, because I, my, how I've dealt with officials over the last 30 years has definitely changed. I'll still yeah. let them, I still let them know I'm disappointed, but it's more like, you know, it, as long as you're conversing with me, I got so many other things going through my head that it's going to have to be, you know, it's going to have to be really bad for me to, you know, consistently be yelling at you. I don't, I, I got to yell at my guys like you for not buying right. out, for not getting the help line, those kind of, but it's interesting. And I think that's the most, the, the inconsistency amongst officials and, and maybe I'll become more quieter, you know, after my first year and it is, you know, well, you'll six, definitely, seven years officiating. Yeah. You'll definitely mellow over time. I can tell you that. I mean, I can tell you a handful of games that have been decided by officials. The, the only, you know, the, the, and the thing is I tell our boys, cause we've won some state titles. I go at some point along the trail, you're going to get a bad whistle. That's not going our way during the season. It's going to happen too. So the better we adjust to it, the better off we'll be when we had four guys in foul trouble Saturday last night, four guys in foul trouble in the first half. It's like, well, that's just forcing me to play different kids, forcing me to um, right. do that kind of stuff. So that's the way I look at it. You know, that's part of me just getting older. That's a good, good podcast we can have at the end of the year. <laughs> it would be. We could, we could have a great podcast. We'll have one, Officials too. and coaches. Officials versus coaches. That's a great idea, actually. Yeah. How good's the team you're playing next uh, this week? We, uh, we lost to them twice during the season. We lost to them by nine points in December. We lost to them by 16 just a couple weeks ago. But my point guard fouled out. Uh, I didn't have three of my kids that are playing well for me now. We're still down on JV. So I think it can be a different ball game because you know how hard it is to beat a team three times during the the course of the year. Oh, it's really hard. So just getting that right combination on the court. Yeah, and the thing is, tournament time, you got to start selling them too. It's like it's a brand new start. It's a great thing about high school basketball. Everybody gets a fresh start. Let's go. You know, who knows? Watch Hoosiers. Yeah. Weird things have happened. What we watched when I played. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, that's all it takes. Hey, so he liked the uh, box. I texted Wesley and told him that he got oh, it. Oh, my God. He, he loved it. Good. Good. He he, he was in a storm, and he just thought that was the, the greatest thing. Well, you tell him to keep, yeah. you tell him, yeah. So will he, will he be, how long will he be in your school? 
before they try to get him into like like he's, a work learn thing. He's 17, so technically next year he's considered a senior. So he'll be Thanks. back on the team with us one, next. One more year. All right. Yeah. Well, you tell him to keep. You tell him to keep working, and and Coach Collins will find something. When I see Wesley, usually comes home over All Star weekend. So hopefully I'll see him. Oh, does he? So hopefully I'll get to see yeah. him. So if I do, and, and sure. that's what I. He'll have a spot on my team next year. I mean, yeah. he's just. Yeah. Good. I'm glad it worked out. Any anything else? Yeah. Um, off season conditioning and stuff. Is there stuff in teach hoops? There's, There's one, some stuff, one of the areas. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I'm I'm horrible at weight training. So and I know my kids want that. So I didn't yeah. know if there was. There is. There's some great weight. There's awesome great. It's not about pushing big weights either. There's some great weight training stuff on on teach hoops. So go look for that. Um, Somebody from the UW okay. came in and did that for us. It's awesome. I wouldn't worry. I really wouldn't worry about getting in shape per se, like conditioning, unless you're working on agility, speed stuff. You can get them in shape in the fall. So there's some, uh, I'll, uh, yeah, there's some agility stuff in there that I would do, and then I would definitely do. You know, I the games change so much that you have to be physically strong now. And the problem is, especially if you have a young team, they're, they're, they're gonna lift weights and they're not gonna feel like they're getting stronger because they're not done growing. <laughs> um, it's hard for boys to put on mass while they're growing. They'll get stronger, but they won't put on mass. They might not see the benefits of doing it, but in the long haul, it's gonna pay off for them. But yeah, there's some great stuff in there, breakdowns, how to do it for weight training for sure. Okay. Uh, and weight training isn't my, point of expertise either that's why i found someone that knew a lot more um okay I'll, yeah and then we can talk you and i can talk individually too if you get stuck on any of that all right i appreciate that yep yep no problem now as the off season goes i know do you limit the time that you have with the kid gives somebody else a chance to coach him a second voice so you don't become stale to them I don't, I don't coach them in the off season. I mean, I, okay. we have a window where we can do individual work and stuff and I will go do that with them in the summer. I can't do anything with them in the school years against the rule. I mean, other than, you know, if I, if I, they can go to the weight room and that kind of stuff, but I coach a fall sport. So I don't tend to do anything with them in the spring. So they'll lift, they'll play AAU basketball. They'll do that kind of stuff. And then once, once school gets out, then we run our camp, they help with that. And then I when we play in summer leagues and play in summer tournaments, I don't coach them. I zero. I have someone else do it because I think it's really important about building relationships in the off season more than it is the X's and O's. Um, okay. So I spend a lot of time trying to build relationships um, so that the, the trust is there. So that when I do get on them and I do that kind of stuff, they know I care and I do. And you know, when when the times get hard and I'm getting on them, here's why I'm getting on them. I mean, I. I would say I'm in the minority with that. I just think they need another voice. And that's only if you, if you have a great assistant, then that's a great way for them to learn too. Here's our, here's what we're going to do, blah, 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 blah. And you can kind of build that. Gotcha. Okay. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. And, and, and to be honest with you, it's good. I mean, if you're going to, if you want to coach for any length of time, you can't coach year round. You, um, My wife won't let me. <laughs> yeah. You won't be married very long. Yes. And it, <laughs> And it's not, and it's not, and it, well, it's not healthy either. It's like, you got to take break. My wife says, as long as I take her on spring break, I can keep coaching. So. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. We're going to, we're going to Sanibel. We're going to Sanibel this year. So that'll be. Sanibel Island? We love down here, Sanibel. Down here in Florida? Yeah. We love Sanibel Island. Yep. That's only about a half hour from me. Oh, is it really? Well, we might have to have yeah. breakfast. We might have, you might have to come over. We and have will. All right. I will, we will plan that. Yes. Okay. I'll, 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 I'll off, yeah. off air. I'll send it. I'll send you the dates that we're 
we're going and then yeah for sure but no we named yeah, our yeah. we named our dog san oh did you really oh, we love sanibel island we've been going june 16 we probably been going four or five we didn't go last year yeah. um but yeah we love that that's where we take the kids because fort myers beach is too you know that's too uh bar area we take yeah, our kids the, to the thing is that what i love about sanibel is it well we take our bikes and then we basically park the car and we bike everywhere and it's like uh, not doesn't feel commercialized i grew up going to st pete's st pete beach and it's like i don't want yeah. the high rise you know the beach is fine but it's like i want like yeah it doesn't feel commercialized yeah. i know the people on sanibel island think it does um but yeah it, it really doesn't feel you know chris berman has a place on sanibel don't you no, I didn't know that. ESPN, bro. Yeah, he's got a place on Sanibel. I did not know that. It's well, uh, we'll, yeah, we'll talk off here. I'd love okay. to get together. Yeah, it's uh, I've always told my wife. I said that's the school I want to teach at right there. The one that has like, they, I think they're part of Fort Myers. Yeah, but there's a school on Sanibel Island. My son and I have actually gone over to the, and they they have I think they have outside hoops that are covered that they practice uh-huh. or something yeah that's neat that's my deal that's my deal you get to go on spring break well maybe i'll have to bring a manual with me to breakfast too yes <laughs> that, would <be> really <laughs> good. that would be really good no i'm good right. i'll look for that stuff and i'll email you if i can't find it you do that all right thanks see you guys all right thanks bye. steve yep bye-bye hey coach hope you enjoyed that um i would ask that you stop the car right now you pull your credit card out and go and join teachings.com for coaches who want to get better because what you're saying to yourself is i want to get coaching from coach collins i want to become a better basketball coach i want to take it to the next level um and let me help you do that also make sure you subscribe and like leave a review those are important um you know, they, they allow us to get the word out about Coach Unplugged and High School Hoops. And also, if you're thinking about doing any shopping, click down below the Amazon link. Um, those, you know, every time you go shopping, we'll get a small little affiliate uh, kickback, and it helps us with our hosting fees. All right. Talk to you soon. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to – has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.